0: What's up family? What's good? Hey. Well, y'all looking all sad. Everybody back
1: there. Mary Mary here, Ruben, everybody in the cup, we ready to do this? Nah, man.
0: Everybody's running late. Are you serious? Yes. And I hope they make it. Oh they make it. They may be late, but they'll make it. They better make it because we've got a lot to do. you Good evening, good evening, welcome to Blessings by Grace Radio. Tonight is Thursday, September the 26th, 2019. Tonight we are currently in the Apple Valley Studios with critically acclaimed bishop, founder, and overseer of the greater audience in St. Christ Church of Jesus Christ, the National Bishop, Dr. Bishop Alfred Moore. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, is our Thursday night Bible study with Dr. Alfred Moore. Welcome to the Blessings our Grace Radio Hour. Tonight is a weekly food for the soul Bible study session. Tonight we are going to spiritually feed you in a more of a relaxed environment tonight. These are the final analysis on the matter. Remember, God is coming back. We do not know the day, nor the hour, nor the minute that he is coming back, but he is Indeed, coming back. These are the signs of times that we're seeing now. This is a lot of the stuff happening in this dispensation, is what has been foretold and brought forth in Revelation. So, if you get a chance to read Revelations and pray for an understanding, things that are happening now in this time are also happening in Revelation. That's what was told for us to be able to research and get an understanding. But to get the understanding, you have to pray that God opens that understanding for you. The lessons that Dr. Moore will be teaching about tonight and every time on a Thursday night, those are to teach you to get a greater understanding and more knowledge about the Bible. So we want you to let us come on in, into your mind, into your homes, when you're listening here on Radio Land, so you can learn what the Lord has in store for you and what he is saying through Dr. Moore as Dr. Moore is teaching you the word of God. And without God, just remember this as I pass it over to Doctor Mark. Without God, we are nothing. But with Him, all things are possible. That means without Jesus in your life, everything can and always will fail at some point. But with God, everything will prosper, and it is always possible to get something done with God. Remember that, ladies and gentlemen, the men of the hour. Doctor Dr. Dr. Mark.
1: Your land. Amen. This is Dr. Moore tonight coming to you in Apple Valley. Amen. Along, amen, with his granddaughter, praise the Lord, and those that are around the table tonight, amen. We are so grateful to come to you once again to bring you, amen, food for thought tonight. You tell somebody tonight, amen, listen to the word of God. Dr. Moore and his staff, amen, here in Apple Valley is on the air. Once again, amen, to bring you food for us all. I always say amen. Thank God for all of you that is praying for us. Amen. And lifting up the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. God be glory tonight. Amen. We are going to dive right into the word of God tonight. Praise the Lord. But we often, amen, want to just let our sponsors know, amen, we are so grateful. Praise the Lord for allowing us to. Come on the air, all of those, Amen, seven podcasters, amen, that is open up their doors, amen, that the word of God can be spread. We want to say we are so grateful and we are so thankful for you allowing this is to be done. We give God the glory, but we thank God for your wisdom and your understanding. Amen. And all of you that are listening, Amen, praise the Lord to this broadcast, Amen. In our time that we're living in now, praise the Lord. Let us tighten the lines up. Tighten tighten the lines of your girl up. Praise the Lord. It is time for us to get closer to Jesus like never before. We are going to pick up where we left off on last Thursday. Amen. I just couldn't leave this undone, praise the Lord. Uh we was in Romans the sixth chapter, praise the Lord, verse six uh through seventeen. And it was Revelation 21, 7 through 8. Now, let me briefly, amen, read these scriptures, amen, to refreshing your members, amen, where we were on last week. And we were talking about the necessity of holiness. Holiness is a necessity. It is a need. And every true believer tonight, amen, ought to find the need in Jesus is to be holy because Jesus spoke to us and tell us, Amen, be ye holy, for I am holy and holy without no man shall see the Lord. Romans, Amen, the sixth chapter, praise the Lord, and the sixth verse says, He's speaking Amen to the believers that are in Christ Jesus. Knowing this that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed. That henceforth we shall not serve sin. That henceforth we shall not serve sin. For he that is dead is free from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ being risen from the dead, he dies no more. And death has no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourself to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let not that let not sin therefore range in your mortal body that you should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield ye members, your members, as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. But yield yourself unto God, as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments. Our righteousness under God, for sin shall have no dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but are under grace. What then shall we say? What then shall we shall sin? Because we are not under the law, but under grace, God for this. Know ye not that to whom ye yield your servant to obey, his servant you are, to whom you obey? Whether of sin unto death, of the obedient unto righteousness. But God has taken that ye were the servant of sin, but you have obeyed from the heart the form of doctrine which was delivered unto you. Revelation 21, verse 7 and 8 says, He that always comes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful and unbelievers, and the abomination and murders and homongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars should have their part in the lake, which burned with, burn, with fine and brimstone, which is the second death. Refreshing your remembrance of this amen from last week, we want to say, Amen. holiness is necessary for every born-again believer. No matter what amen denomination you say that you are, We must be like Jesus. And Jesus has told us all, amen, that we must be holy. Hebrews 12 and 14 says, follow peace with all men, and holiness without no man shall see the Lord. My beloved brothers and sisters, in the day and time we're living in right now, we have to follow peace with all men, and holiness without no man shall see the Lord. If you are not holy and you say that you know Jesus, if you're not holy, you have not put on the nature of Jesus Christ. And you're doing the things of the world, you don't know Jesus. But in our very first verse, we read, knowing this, that our old man is crucified. With him. We died, amen, when we come into Jesus Christ. I'm talking about a Christian tonight. A Christian died when they came into the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Died from what? Died from sin. A believer in Jesus Christ should not practice sin. God is a holy God. And we are dead to sin, but we are alive to Christ. God is holy. And holiness is one of the characteristics of God. In other words, he is totally and absolutely pure and undefiled because of his attributes. God. He cannot tolerate sin in any form or fashion. It is against his nature. God cannot tolerate sin. I believe Romans Amen. The twelfth chapter. It says, Present your body a living sacrifice, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable under God, which is your reasonable service. Our body, amen, that we are walking around here in, if we don't accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and been filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, our body is a sacrifice. And we must present that sacrifice unto the Lord, a holy sacrifice. If it's not holy, then the Lord cannot accept it. Our lives, amen, have to be acceptable unto the Lord. It was because of Luther's sin and God's holiness that Luther was cast out of heaven. Luther, was also known as Satan, was one of the angels of heaven. But he became proud, created. He hooked in heaven. Satan and those angels which followed his leading was cast out of heaven immediately because they, because God will not abide with sin. If Satan amen were one of God's angels, than he was. But he ran up against God and, and, and decided that he was not going to obey the Lord. He wanted to become his own strength, his own archangel. And he ran up against God. And God seeing amen, there was sin in heaven. God cannot tolerate sin. And the Lord put him out of heaven. Just as it is to you and I today, if we'd unaccepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and been filled with the personal gift of the Holy Ghost, God is not going to tolerate sin in our lives. Now, I know this is a growing process. We accept Jesus by faith. That is one step. Amen, to come into the knowledge of Jesus. Then we are baptized in water for the remission of our sin. That is two steps. And then we seek the Lord for the infilling of His Holy Spirit. And Jesus said, after that we receive the Holy Ghost, we shall have power. Every born again believer, amen, in Christ Jesus, ought to have received the gift of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the only thing that can give us power is to overcome this flesh. There is no good thing in the flesh. I don't care how we pample it. I don't care how we nourish it, amen, and how, amen, we treat it. There is no good thing in the flesh. God created a beautiful world and placed Adam and Eve in a wonderful paradise and called the garden Eden. The enemy deceived them, however, and they sinned and lost their state of innocence. Many of you today, amen, the Lord have bless you, and you accept the Lord in your soul. But you listen to that enemy, and that enemy, amen, deceive you and cause you to lose salvation. Humanity faces several judgments because of their disobedience. One aspect of judgment was death. The Lord told him, amen, the day that you eat of this fruit, you shall surely die. And the day, amen, they ate up that fruit, spiritually they began to die. And they were sentenced to death. And they began to age, amen. When you sin, there was a lot of things happen to us in our body, amen. Our body changes. The youthfulness that we have, amen, began, amen, is to not be there anymore. The strength that we used to have, amen, it began to soon start fading away. And all of this is because of sin rebelling against the word of God. And as, amen, God said, the time went on, amen, three score and ten, was all God, Thomas, man. Amen, we are like a vapor. We're like a smoke. We're like a beautiful flower, we're here today, and amen, we're like a vapor, we disappear. But that is not all, amen, to life, because then after we die, from this old earthly world, we must stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Adam and Eve lost their sweet time of communion with God. Oh, how awful this was. Amen. They lost their sweet time of communion with God when they sinned against God and God put them out of the garden. They lost, amen, something. They lost their time, sweet time of communion with God. They were not, amen, in the presence of God anymore. They had to suffer. Until, uh, Redeemer had to come into this world. Now, even in the dark hour of sins, however, a ray of hope of being earthly from heaven, God promised a Redeemer to deliver people from their sin and bondage. God promised them, amen. Even, amen, in their stag and the hour, they were begging God and pleading the Lord for forgiveness. Amen. God gave them a little glimpse and said, listen, a redeemer is going to come into the world. But until that redeemer comes, you won't stay in darkness. You will not have communication with me. And I'm told, amen. Adam and Eve, amen. stayed in darkness about six thousand years before they could really start communicating back with the Lord. Look what sin does us. It is necessary for us to live a holy life before the Lord every hour, every day, every minute, amen. All the day. It is necessary for all born again believers is to live a holy and a righteous life before the Lord. My brothers and sisters, you can't not do that without receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. It is not by works, amen, that we should vote, but it is by the gift of God. God has to give you this precious gift. The blood of Jesus Christ, the sinless Lamb of God, would make salvation possible for human, the human race again. The eternal God would close himself in flesh and become our sin offering. Yes, you know Jesus. He enclosed himself in flesh. St. John 1, I believe in 14 says, And the word was made flush. And it dwell among us. And we beheld the glory of the only begotten Son of God, full of grace and truth. The word of God came to be flushed and dwell among us. He became to be our sin offering. Himself, amen, is flushed and became our sin offering. Mankind experienced the salvation through and experience called the new birth. The new birth. We are born again. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus. You are, I, amen, I said it's a growing process, but if you're still doing the same thing that you were doing before, you acknowledge Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You need to go back and do your first work over again. Because when we are in Jesus Christ, we are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become to be new. We crucify this old man and his deeds. But he that is dead is free from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. If we de- be dead with him, then we also believe that we shall live with him. How, through this new experience, that Jesus had told Nicodemus, a man must be born again. You got to be changed from above. Your own flesh, amen, won't be changed. But your your mind can be changed. Your soul and your spirit can be changed. At the initial point of the new birth experience, a person is preferably a baby in Christ. Yes, when you just come to Jesus, you're you're a baby in Christ. You don't know everything. It's a process. You have to go through some learning. And it has much to grow. You got much to grow. This growth process is in maturity, in Christ, and become more like Jesus. The more that amen we practice living like Jesus, the more we come to be like Jesus. But that is something the devil don't want us to do. He don't want us to practice to be like Jesus. Jesus is clean. Jesus is righteous. Jesus is holy. Amen. But the devil don't want us to be that way. But holding is necessary, sure It's necessary for a Christian life A Christian, you that say, amen, that you are a Christian You should possess the life of a Christian And a Christian, amen, life ought to be like the life of Jesus I didn't say you was going to develop it all, amen, overnight But you ought to make this start. Before coming to God, a person is alive to sin. Yes, amen. I can remember very well before I came to the Lord, I was alive to sin. And not only, amen, was I alive to sin, I liked it to be alive to sin. Sin had a thrill in my life. I was excited about sinning. Mm -hmm. That's before I came to the Lord. And understood who the Lord was. Sometimes, Amen. We are made wonderful. How and why some individuals, Amen, commits horrible acts of violence or sin? It is, Amen, because they are not completely in control of their life. The devil is 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 in control of. Amen. Many of our young people today, the devil is in control of your life. We see him, amen, acting up, amen, as the little boy did, amen, when he fell into the fire. And he would also try to drown himself. Well, amen, we see the thing today in the new age movement, amen, children is killing others, murdering others. They're not to themselves. They're not in full control of their destiny. They are being possessed by the devil. Satan the influence of them. For this reason, amen, people are bounded by drugs. Amen. Drugs got people out of their mind. Drugs got people out of their direction. Drugs made people do things, amen, that they wouldn't normally to do if they was not under drugs. Drugs! Alcohol, make out of young men and young women. Go out and commit adultery, fornication. Amen. Before amen, they were introduced it to it, they wouldn't do it, amen. But alcohol, amen, changed their mind And all kind of sinful pleasure. They are living. But they feel powerless to deny their sinful urge. They are living, amen, but they're saying, amen, they feel powerless to deny their sinful urge. It's there. It is eating them up. I just got to go the ways of the world. No, 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 my brothers and sisters. When we come to God, the first thing, amen, that we must do is to believe in God. We must believe that he is able and will help us and we must have faith in his word which will motivate us to be obedient. We must come time and we must believe amen that I don't it doesn't matter what uh, uh what we have done or what kind of condition we in. Listen, the Lord is able to change you. The Lord is able to wash your sins. They may be red as scarlet, but the Lord can make them whiter than snow. You cannot get too bad that the Lord cannot clean you. And I've heard that so many times in my life. Amen. People thinking that they done did so wrong, and so long until God won't forgive them. That's a lie from hell. If you are sincerely and you are real in your life, the Lord will forgive you of your sin. I don't care how long it's been. But without faith, you can't come to the Lord and don't have faith. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God, Must believe that he is. you got to believe that God is. God is what? God is everything. He's a healer. He's a deliverer. He's a savior. He's a waymaker. He's everything. you got to believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder unto them that diligently seek him. We find that, amen, in Hebrews 11 and 6. These are the words of the Lord. I'm trying to rush through this, amen. With true faith in God and his word, a sinner will feel remorse for his sin. When the Lord began to convict you of your, amen, in your heart, amen, a sinner will feel remorse, amen, and feel sorrow, amen, come in his heart. His heart will begin to break up, amen, when he comes to really face in Jesus. If your heart have never broken up and you say, amen, I know Jesus, you have never really faced in Jesus. There come a, a supernatural change in your life when you come to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. You know, I had a lot of pride in me when I was coming up And I, amen, seen young men and young women coming to Christ. And as I seen, amen, uh, God demonstrated his power to some of them. As I saw God demonstrate his power to some of them, I said, those children should not play with the Lord like that. I thought I was too important for the Lord to lay me on the ground. No, let me rephrase that. For the Lord to throw me on the ground. But I come, Amen to understand. I was not too big that he couldn't throw me on the ground. When my heart was broken up and I come to be godly sorrow for my sin and I repented of my sin, more than tears just came out of my eyes, my heart was broken up. My private ground was broken up. My girlfriends were broken up. My whiskey was broken up. My line was broken up. So many other things were broken up when I came to Jesus. Because of the sin, because of the sinners had died spiritually to his own self, sinfulness, will. The scripture revealed that we are buried with Christ in water baptism As we are emerged In the name of Jesus Christ Romans 6 and 4 We are buried with Christ In water baptism When you go down in the water And be baptized Be emerged in water You ought to be, you ought to be Bearing your sin. Like as Christ was in the heart of earth for three days and three nights, Amen. When you, Amen. When you go down in the water, you are saying the old man is crucified, the old man died, and when you rise up out of that water, you ought to be walking in the newness of life. Holiness is necessary. Receiving the infilling of the Holy Ghost, it completes the new birth experienced by the resurrection, and him to walk in the newness of spiritually motivated life. It completes that. that amen. It completes that. That that that, that spiritual life. It, it's, it's been fulfilled in your life. But let me say, amen, just because you have received that supernatural power, amen, as speaking in another tongue, as the Spirit of God give you utterance, you don't stop growing there. You don't never stop growing. You don't have it all because, amen, you just haven't got a God really a blessing from heaven. You don't have it all. You got to keep on seeking Jesus. We... Uh, a new creation in Christ Jesus death to our past life of sin are defeated, the old things are passed away, and all things has become new. everything amen now to become new. You don't look down the same old channel of the line amen that you used to you don't get up on a. Saturday, Amen, uh, and on uh, Saturday night, Amen, and, and go to the places that you used to go. Your whole destiny has changed. A new convert taking on the divine nature of Christ. When you, when we come to Jesus, just have come to Jesus, we take on the divine nature of Christ. Do we understand it? No. Not momentarily. We don't understand it. We just know, amen, something different than happened to us. But as God allows us to live, we grow in this thing. His, his desire are changing. The things, amen, he once loved, he hates, Amen, the things that we once loved, now we hate. All that street talking we used to do, Amen and all that street walking we used to do Amen and the things Amen we used to do With each other we don't do them no more We hate those things We once loved them And the thing once We hate it we love For instance God hates sin And after receiving the Holy Ghost The new Christian Also hates sin now you find a Christian, Amen. After they've been born again and received the Holy Ghost, if they don't hate, if they don't hate sin, Amen. They have not been born again. They have not been changed. You can even been went down in water in Jesus' name. But if you have not been changed, you got the same old nature. Home. You don't know Jesus. We lose our appetite for the sinful pleasure that fills our lives before we are converted. We lose that old appetite. That old that old Amen sinful pleasure that we had, we lose it. We don't want it anymore. How can you change that sudden you say? Well, let me say amen. The Lord does it. You can't do it yourself. The Lord changes you. Unfortunately, this does not mean that Christians are incapable of sinning. No, 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 no. You can still sin as being a Christian. The fleshly nature is still present in us, but we are living victorious over sin as long as we are keeping the old nature under sin submission. To the new spirits within us. As long as you're keeping that old man bound, oh, you are, praise the Lord, victoriously. You got sin under your feet as long as you keep that old man bound. But you better not let him come alive. How do you keep it from coming alive? By giving God praise every day. By fasting, by praying, giving God glory, by witnessing, by reading the word of God. You can keep that old man dead. You can kill him. A person will sin if he allows his fleshly desire to overpower and influence the spirit of God. Yes, you will die. If you allow that spirit, that old fleshly man to come back alive. But you got to allow it. As long as we are living in this flush, the battle for control of our lives will continue to rage. We got a battle. We're fighting every day. Amen. All through the night, you try to go to bed with a peace of a mind with Jesus on your mind. And when you know a thing, amen, Satan will come up in your dream, in your mind. Amen. Trying to put difficult thoughts, amen, and showing you things of the flesh. Amen. We got to fight. But greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That God give us, God give us power to overcome sin and to live a holy life. And Amen. That power that they give us. Amen. Come from Acts one and eight. But after you receive the holy But after that you receive the power. After that you receive the Holy Ghost. You shall come upon after that. The Holy Ghost has come upon you. You shall receive power. The Lord gives us that dynamite power. That dynamite power. A dynamite is not very big, but it is so powerful. It can destroy mountains. You just got to use that power that the Lord give you. The early church members, Amen. They were first called Christians at Antioch because they reminded people of the lifestyle of Jesus Christ. What is what a tremendous compliment those people, Amen. The early church amen, they reminded, they reminded people, Amen, how Jesus lived, how Jesus talked, how Jesus walked. They were not afraid. They were not ashamed. Paul said, I'm not a I'm not ashamed of this gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto all that believe it. I'm not ashamed of it. Nowhere I go. We sang those songs sometimes take the Lord along with you everywhere you go. Don't go, amen, in certain places and dismiss Jesus out of your life. Holiness is a process of growing over a period of time. We can conquer the flesh trade and become more like Jesus. But it, it takes time to do this. Beloved, Christians should learn not to be satisfied at any certain level of spiritual growth. No, stop there. Don't, don't, amen. Just because the Lord done bless you, you, you don't, you don't got a little anointing. You don't got a little spiritually discernment. You don't got a little spiritually uh, healing. You don't got a little spiritually anointing. And say, don't stop there. It takes a lifetime to grow in grace. To approach, to approach perfection in holiness. But to call the growth is to begin the shivering of death. Holiness and perfection are close related. Perfection means that there are no flaws, there is a blemish of something. God is holy. God is perfect. There is no flaws in him. You can't damn, condemn him on nothing, amen, because he is flawless. God needs no improvement. He is the epitome of pureness and perfection. He is the pattern of perfection, which we ought to strive to obtain one day. Holiness is necessary for Christian lives. We'll either live our life as dead to sin and yet and let Christ live within us, or we will we will be spiritually dead. To be holy is a twofold thing. To be holy, amen, is to be set apart for God. That's one thing. Set apart for God himself. That is to separate from sin and the thing that is of this world. Holiness is also to be consecrated and dedicated to God for his purpose on earth. we got a purpose on earth. That's what I said, to be used by him. And He wants us to be holy. He wants us to be dedicated to Him. We got to be separated from this world. I believe John says, "Love not the world; neither the things that are in it. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him." We got to come out of this world, beloved children of God, if we're going to be pleasing unto Jesus, and we must be pleasing unto Him you got to come out of this world. Come out and be separated. Leave old things for any world. Live a new, holy, and sanctified life in Christ in Jesus. A Christian, amen, must always be filled with the Spirit of God. Now, amen, if you could keep the Spirit of God living within you, I'm telling you, you have a beautiful life. If you can keep the spirit of God elevated in you, you've got a beautiful life. We must always keep the spirit of God living within us. And human beings, amen, are no match within their own power for the enemy of their soul. Amen. We are no match, amen, in our own power. Here to try to, amen, beat the enemy of our soul. We, it takes Jesus. To live within you, for you to overcome all aspects of evil. It takes Jesus. It takes the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless, but I will send the comfort back unto you. And amen on the day of Pentecost. He sent the comfort back unto them. He living now within the heart of every born-again believer. We can be thankful that God did not leave us. Vulnerable to those forces of evil He knew, amen, that we could not do it on our own So he gave us, amen, the one wonderful Holy Ghost He's given us, amen, uh, the need for power And here we talk about today, amen, people say You don't need the Holy Ghost Not in this answer, you need the Holy Ghost If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you can't be kept Because you certainly can't keep your own self It is another demonstration, amen, of the love that God has for His creation. He gives us, amen, power. The liberty and freedom that God has given to us to grow in His grace and holiness does not give us a license to sin or abuse the grace of God. The liberty of freedom that God gave us, it does not give us a license to sin. Abuse, amen, the grace of God Romans, amen, 6 and 15 Says, what then shall we Sin? Because, amen, we Are not under the law But under grace, God forbids us You don't have no license To go out there and sin, amen, because You are not under the law If we yield ourselves To sin, we will become Servants of sin Again Ever what you yield yourself to that is to whom you serve it. Whether it's under the righteousness or under Satan God wants us, amen, to remind To remain victoriously overcome believers When we live holy Christ is sitting upon the throne of our lives When we live in holy Christ is sitting upon the throne of our lives we obey his commandments, and we are his servants. We use our talent and our resource for the glory of God. It is no longer our fleshly irony that speaks pre Brother, we want to react Christ to everyone whom we meet. We want us to let people know that Jesus is living within us. Jesus said, let your light shine. Let it shine. Not make it shine, but let your light shine. That men may see your good work and go and glorify your Father which is in heaven. All you got to do is live it. You ain't got to make it. Our members become, amen, the hand, the feet, the eyes, and the mouth to be used, amen, and glorify God. Our members, our eyes come to be a member, amen, of the Lord. Our feet. Our hand. That is, amen, it's so important, amen, you don't hear your members as instruments uh, um, to it. Because, amen, our members belong to the Lord. If you've been lying, amen, when you were in Christ Jesus, you don't lie no more. And if your hands, amen, were well, well, thieving, amen, you don't steal no more. Hold this, amen. Is to please God Holiness amen is necessary to see the Lord if, we, if we're going to see the Lord We must be holy We got to be like him They do not amen In any of themselves Create holiness But they are needed to help Us control our flesh And unruly spirit Maintain the order within our Christian walk and create unity within the body of Christ in striving for our maturity goal of pleasing God. We got to strive. Paul said, I press for the mark of a higher call, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. You got to press on every day. We have not yet made it. You got to keep on striving. We do not have heard or to stand a rule in our effort to gain salvation, for salvation is a gift from God. But they do provide us with biblical guidance for how we are Christians and to conduct ourselves in this world. Amen. As a believer in this world, you got to conduct yourself in a manner, amen, that you are a believer in Jesus. Saints of God, you ought to look like a saint of God. You ought to act like a saint of God. You ought to dress like a saint of God. Talk like a saint of God. Oh, is a part of a lovely relationship that we have with God. In everything we say or do, we ought to seek to please him. Everything we say I do, we well to seek to please Him. No standard of the act of discipline will gain a merit, the favor of God. Rather, than are our responsibility to holiness we receive in our salvation experience. They are Bible principles applying to why we live, and we always seek to please God. By presenting ourselves in wholeness as living a sacrifice, we're always seeking to please God. Are you proud that you're setting up, amen, for the Lord, are that pleasing Him? Are your body, amen, that you are in, is that pleasing Him? Come on, children. God, God desires to dwell in a clean temple. And this temple today, is the life of his people. Our being, body, soul, and spirit is where God dwells. He is holy and he is righteous. He demands a man that his people to be holy if he reside within us. God demands for us to be holy. Oil and water will not mix. They are foreigners to each other. And will never come together. For they are incompatible. It is a similar fashion. God and sin will never mix together. The assembly are not compatible. God and sin is not compatible. Therefore, come out from among them. And be ye separated, says the Lord and touching out the unclean things, and I will receive you, 7 Corinthians, Amen 6 and 17. It is the desire of every child of God to make heaven his eternal home. We want to see Jesus in peace and hear him say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few Say, Come on up here, and I'll make you rule over many. Holiness could also cover the subject of our spiritual vision. Finality, a worldly people minded, the things of the flesh. When you see people always raising hell in the church, they're not spiritually minded. They're worldly minded. They are carnal minded. They are idle minded. That is, lie in partition are centered around things that appear to the flesh mm-hmm. and basic things. Amen. They think about earthly things. They're gone in their belly. The gold, amen, in life, their time and energy are devoted to what feels good to their current mind. Current won't always stir up something in the church. Holiness, holy life is that the opposite of this godly people. Have been, have seen the affection on, set your affection on things above and not on things of this earth. Beloved, as my time is closing up on me tonight, set your affection on things above and not on things of this earth. Put your mind on Jesus like never before. You are growing, but continue to grow in Jesus. Tonight, amen. This is Dr. Moore, and God bless you. My time is out. We love you, and we love you.
0: That was awesome coming from Dr. Moore tonight. Um, just follow through the scriptures, continue to read on, because it is a great read, so just continue to read on. And next week, he will be back with the final update. Um now it's just on the matter of this subject. So until next week, we say God bless and Godspeed. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye.